in because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide through our Outwatch journey where we recap, rewatch, and react to past seasons of Survivor an episode at a time. I'm joined by three of my friends taking in this season for the very first time. So whether you are rewatching yourself, whether you are reminiscing on seasons past, or whether you're taking this season in for the very first time, we hope that Outwatch will be a wonderful companion uh, to your viewership or reminiscence. Today, we are on episode three of Survivor Micronesia, its 16th installment, also known as Survivor Fans vs. Favorites. Uh, and this episode is titled, I Should Be Carried on One of Those Chariot Type Things. Um, before we start getting into the nitty gritty of this episode, it's time for you to be introduced to the rest of the Outwatch crew um, currently leading our fantasy rankings is uh, Emily. Welcome to Outwatch. Wow. Thanks for having me. How does it feel to be tied for first place right now? That's not your I'm question. So, but. Yeah, I'm so taken aback that you talked to me first. I wasn't ready to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in this episode, for the reward, they get to pick from the Survivor Comfort Catalog, where they're given a, a series of options that they can add as their reward. And it got me thinking, if you had a comfort catalog in front of you filled with all manner of comforts, comfort, an alliance of comfort, which, which sort of things would you want to pick out of a comfort catalog? Uh, for sure. So whether I was on Survivor or if I was just living my life, I would go for warm things. So I would go for uh, an electric like heated blanket mm. or a weighted blanket if I were on the island, a space heater or those hand pocket warmers if I were on the island. Yeah, um, I have I have a lot of different ideas of how I can stay warm no matter the electric electricity options that I have. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what I would do. Jeff's like, want to see what you're playing for? It's a pile of those shake em up hand warmers. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also spent uh, the whole day in the office today and remembered how cold an office is. Mm. So I think that's on my mind, but it's what a flex. Me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. What sort of things are you looking to pull out of a comfort catalog? So, if I'm like on Survivor, I think I would go with like a tarp or something. Like, keep me dry. Because like, I don't want to be wet. That's no fun. It kind of goes along with being like warm. Because like, you can't be warm if you're soaking wet, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Um. Like creature comfort. So the first thing I thought of was like sparkling water. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> cherry bubbly, like kind of like is what like 
keeps me going. So that would probably be the number one thing I'd pick. If Survivor <laughs> the Amazon happened in 2021, instead of a mini fridge full of Coke, they would get a mini fridge full of bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, this is yeah. all mine. <laughs> I'd like, go like full like Taylor style. I'd go hide it like mm. in this like sand. How good at panning are you? <laughs> How good at panning? <laughs> uh, Adam, welcome to Outwatch. So good to be here. What are you pulling out of that comfort catalog? Um, man, this is, this is a tough one. I I think like day to day life, there's probably probably something to do with coffee and espresso machine. There's a specific espresso machine I would love to own. Um, that I I just think is incredible, but it's a real expensive machine. Mm. Uh, on, you were on the island though. You just have to get just coffee. I would just say caffeine. on on the island, it would just be coffee. Period. It doesn't matter how it's being delivered to me. Yeah, I yeah, that is like I I think about that from time to time. That if I were to go on Survivor, I'd have to detox. Yeah, totally from totally. my uh, my caffeine addiction because yeah. it's pretty bad. Yeah. No, I think that's like a real thing that people do leading up to it or. Famously, you've got some instances of people who like are smokers and don't do that. And then they go through withdrawals on the island like Shane Powers um, or or Zane from Philippines. Hmm. Um, You know, I was thinking about this. I, I agree with Scott that, like, I think the worst part of Survivor physically would be like the cold, like wet nights, you know, so if you can like. Find a, I don't know if there's like a tent that would probably be too easy, right? But some way to stay dry would probably go a long way. I also think my other hardest part of being on Survivor would be that I'm so like antsy that I like can't sit still and do nothing. I would need some sort of like ball to throw around. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd probably go insane. You got coconuts. That's what That's the true. You could play coconut ball. Coconut ball. Um, yeah. Also, like, I don't know. In in my real life, like a nice pair of blue light filtering glasses, like that's really important for my mm-hmm. own comfort. Um, it, it's important. Important stuff. <laughs> um. Great. Well, today we're Private talking jet. <laughs> private jet. <laughs> Today we're talking about the third episode of Survivor Micronesia titled I Should Be Carried on One of Those Chariot Type Things. And what do you say we start things out by taking a trip down to Tree Mail and going over the finer points of the episode? Let's do it. Let's go. This episode starts... What? LLZ. Oh. (laughs) One this of the episode few phrases he likes uh, to throw around. I know it's from Doctor Who, so it's not like <laughs> there's not even a, a John Robert in this season. That's yeah. true. Sorry. <laughs> this episode starts with Eliza um, being pitched by the Couples Alliance to vote for either Yao or Sari, um, which she is not super on board with. And then our tribes get to pick rewards from the comfort catalog that we have already discussed. The reward challenge is Survivor Football. The favorites win this one and send Kathy and Amy to Exile Island. 
Uh, back at the favorites camp, Sari is left in the middle of the tribe. Um, and is recruited by Amanda and Parvati on a boat. Classic scene. Uh, the three of them make a final three deal. Kathy and Amanda on Exile Island. They don't make any progress to speak of. Uh, nothing happens there. The fans, on the other hand, are wrecked by a bad storm as we were talking about the tarps and whatnot. Um, you know, here's the instance of where the rain really messes things up. The immunity challenge uh, they have to hold a big net while the other team shoots coconuts into them. The fans win this one, sending the favorites back to tribal. Back at the favorites camp, Ozzy wants to switch over from voting out Eliza to voting out Yao, uh, which Sari is not super excited about. And then Penner and Sari kind of blow up at one another, get in a public heated argument, and chaos ensues. You've got the vote switching a bunch of different times, people arguing openly. Um, talking strategy very openly, straight up chaos. And then there's even more fighting at tribal council, namely between Jonathan and Sari. And when the dust settles, uh, this one um, comes out with Yao Man being the third player voted out. Seven votes coming his way, um, two votes and one vote heading in the directions of Parv and Sari, respectively. Um, before we break this down further, Adam, why don't you first talk about Yao Man? So far, we've had three eliminations, and all three of them have come on your tribe. Uh, not a great start, uh, yeah. but what happened? I don't, I don't what like, happened with Yao Man here? I don't like picking people before I've seen an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I'm really I'm really sad to see Yao Man go. Not not just because he was on my tribe. He was a really fun person to watch in the brief moments we kind of had of him. Yeah, I am really interested in going back and watching his season because he seems like a really fun survivor to watch, and everybody seemed very scared of him for some reason. So I am curious what this uh, tiny little Asian man did to make everybody older Asian man did. Um, to make everybody afraid. But uh, he also has, I think, the best voting, like, confessional thing, like, when he's actually placing a vote, like, early on. Yes. I know it's in the Fair first play. episode yeah, when Johnny Fairplay goes. Um, he says something about, like, if you, if you ever need any advice for raising your daughter, uh-huh. like, you can you can call me. And it's just so sweet. I know. And nice. yeah. <laughs> like, he seems like such a good guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. I'm really sad to see him go. Uh-huh. Yeah, feel free to watch Survivor Fiji if you're interested. Not a great season all around, but yeah, man, definitely is kind of like the uh, the the bell horse. Is that bell cow? What's that? What's that phrase? Is it a bell cow? I, I have no idea what I you're talking about. I've never heard of such a phrase. The, I believe it's I didn't bell know cow. they made such an animal. Bell cow would make sense. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. He's the one that carries the season, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's the sound of a bell makes. That's the sound of a cow. <laughs> one cow always sounds like a bell for some reason. We don't know All why. All of them moo except one that goes ding a ling a ling. <laughs> it's a weird genetic <laughs> recessive trait. Ding, ding, moo. <laughs> cows that cows that bell. <laughs> oh Oh boy um so yeah yao man is the the victim here um going down adam do you think there's really anything that yao man did wrong from what you could see on the island here was this a 
an example of past reputation coming down to haunt him? I mean, I think that what happened here, I think what happened here could have absolutely been avoided. Um, I, I think the only person that really wanted to see Yao gone in this vote was Suri. Mm-hmm. And the reason that he went is because everybody went along with her. But I think if Yao had made a play to like break away from Jonathan and like work with the other alliance, they probably yeah. could have just cut Suri out entirely. This was the thing was no one made a move of like, all right, Suri thinks she's really important. So like we can work around her. Mm-hmm. No one made this move. And I'm a little shocked, but also not shocked after however many seasons of survivor we've seen. Sure. So I, I think that, I think that Yao definitely could have done something here, but it's not like he did anything leading up to this. So it's like, yeah, yeah. We don't see a lot from him as far as trying to get out from under this, right? Like it's yeah. like Penner well, fighting on his behalf, but you don't see a lot from Yao himself. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It was just kind of a weird, like everything about this was weird. Like even the people who were like, it just seems strange that this one person, Suri, tied up so much yeah. of the decision making in that moment. Um, like no one, no one really felt like even like I, I get why the couples were sticking together, but mm-hmm. like everyone else kind of like, OK, well, no, like, let's move away from this. Like Ozzy doesn't want to vote out Yao. Neither does James. So like. Yeah, like it would have made sense for one of them to go to Yao and be like, listen, we're going to vote you out because Sari wants it. If you would just join us, we could vote out somebody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was just kind of a weird. It was just generally weird. It was also very petty. This was like peak. Yeah. I hate watching this version of strategy survivor. Sure. Because it just got so like, like Jonathan just was so personally attacked by this. And it's like, dude, it's a game. Like, of course, she's not going to do make the decision that you want to happen the most. Yeah. Like that defeats the purpose of the game. So it's just, I don't know. Yeah. The Penner and Sari like dichotomy is so (sighs) funny. Like they're just both so um, they're like so different, like um, polarly different, but yet like somehow similar. Mm -hmm. obviously difficult to explain right but like you've got like the immovable force and the un uh unstoppable force and the immovable object with the two of them it was such a weird contrast from like one or two episodes ago where they were standing around like talking about the relationships to like it was a very very stark contrast episode to episode there Mm -hmm. uh let's talk about some of the highlights from this episode um scott do you have a moment or storyline from this episode which stuck out to you um i mean the the only thing like i was we've kind of already talked about it was just like the big blow up at the tribe like yeah so not to harp on that more but i mean i don't know i just feel like that whole deal i feel like that's something that if that happened like in a more recent season they would all just turn and vote sari out (laughs) interesting yeah like forget this We'll just vote her or something like, I don't know. I was just surprised mm-hmm. I got that, that like public and that loud of like an argument. And I feel like it just completely blew up everyone's game. Yeah. So that the whole deal. But besides that, like, I mean, the one tribe got really, really soaked. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. 
Yeah, this is like when you were talking about that, Scott, it reminded me of the episode, the merge episode in Kagiyan, right? Where Sarah's like the swing vote in a similar spot to Sari mm-hmm. and like takes hold of the power and everyone's like, let's just vote her out. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, that might be why like that came to my mind. But I don't know if like if one person's being that like difficult. Yeah, like. Let's get rid of her. Sure. <laughs> Start. Fresh. It does feel like a really bad strategy moment collectively just like how come no one tried to make this move yeah maybe everybody wants to work with Suri yeah it's also like this is such early this the way that the strategy talks happen and the way everyone moves strategically this feels like a later season of Survivor than it is to yeah, yeah. I think like I, I keep having to remind myself how early in the seasons this is because it's 16 yep which is a big number, but they're at 43 now. So, I mean, we're still in the first 41. Thank you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're still in the first, I mean, barely out of the first quarter of this series. Yeah. So I, yeah, it is very early days in terms of like how that strategy would traditionally play out yeah. now. Pretty elite returning player cast though. And I think that like, um, yeah, shows up in this way too. Yeah, this definitely is like a leap forward mm-hmm. from other seasons that we've watched that are around this time, though. Like, I mean, it's definitely yeah. it is definitely that like you're seeing this is like a really good if you've seen like early, early episodes of Survivor and like newer episode episodes of Survivor. This is a really good like transitional season, like where you kind of see everything starting yeah. to become what it's going to be. Yeah, it's especially because like the season before this is China, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like comparing yeah. it to Survivor China, like great season, but oh, yeah. like just the depth of overall like yeah play is so much better, and it's only been one season. Um, did you see the cat just walk across my screen? No, no. she I stepped. Did, yeah. We're cat sitting. <laughs> we're cat sitting a kitten for our friends this week, but I didn't realize it. She highlighted all and deleted all of my notes. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> thankful, thankfully, we've got the undo button. Now Is we're just off. Disco, now we're off baby? script. It's disco. Yep. I love it. <laughs> we're off script. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys can, you guys can see what I'm working with. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love how he just kind of pokes his head in the corner of the screen the whole I time. Know. Like, hey. I don't like. I don't know what he wants from me. <laughs> yeah. for, our, for our listeners, Scott has. Is that a golden retriever? It is. It is a golden retriever, and yeah. he's he's very attached. He loves to be around everyone. But <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's our silent fifth. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. If you listen yeah. really closely, you can probably hear the panting. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the panting, the barking. Maybe him chewing on his bone. He's he's here. <laughs> he's got a lot of opinions about Survivor, and you know. Or he's a real Rupert Boneham fan. <laughs> Get it? Because dogs like bones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got it. I think it flew over my head a little bit, but I just or um, a fan of Bob Dog from God. What season was that? I forget Bob what dog. season Bob Dog was in. Bob Dog. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's named Hot Dog? Okay. <laughs> hot Dog. We really are off script. Everyone's now. favorite survivor chicken. Yeah, we have had someone named Chicken. Um, okay, let's talk about some of these other anybody else. Emily, did you have anything from this episode in particular that you wanted to um 
kick off a discussion about? No, I think my biggest takeaways we already talked about. I just think Jonathan was, yeah, he was just very, very, very petty. And I was yeah. kind of like, I'm not pleased with your gameplay here. But he was wiling. We talked about it. Yep. He was. He was wiling out. The rest of his tribe was getting faded. He was wiling out. Get faded. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that this whole sequence would have ended with him turning to Suri and saying, I'm a complete bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been so good. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this reward challenge. Um, the unnecessarily oh, physical good. survivor football game. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to point out the uh, there's a sequence which made me laugh out loud when Eric Reichenbach was like carrying a bag and Eliza was like uh, trying to like take it from him was like being dragged by him and he just kind of like turns around and like whaps her in the face with the yeah, bag that yeah. he's holding <laughs> and then he like uh, like suplexed Amanda later it's like holy shit Eric yeah. <laughs> chill <Yeah>. out <laughs> yeah like yeah. right after that James like freaks out and like runs over yeah <laughs> now you've done it <laughs> yeah you've awoken the beast here comes James. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're generally not a fan of these challenges. Is, no. Is that the chalk no. consensus here? Yes. Yeah. I don't they like just, they, they look like they hurt. Like, oh, for sure. I hate it. I hate it so much. At least this one's in like water. I mean, it's not much water, but like. It'll slow you down a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, there was we'll give we'll give Survivor credit for that at least. But yeah, these challenges, I just like, I, I'm rooting for them to be over, not yeah. for any team. Like, yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of war paint either. Yeah, like that was unnecessary. It just yeah. they, I don't know. They they asked him know. to do a like a war chant or something too, which felt very like summer campy to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know. Um, Natalie Bolton had some wild war paint. She was the one that had like her face was all white. You remember that? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. She was painted up like a like a geisha, like, like yeah. a Japanese geisha or something. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, I it was, was like, <laughs> this isn't okay, right? <laughs> yeah. I think she. I think she is um like a Pacific Islander. So maybe oh, okay. Maybe it is okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Well, also, um, yeah, agree with the conversation. But then, of course, in Survivor fashion for this season, the second they are about to start the challenge, it's just a downpour. So then they just like look yeah. like they're melting. Yeah. And it, I, yeah, it was just kind of. <laughs> I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the scene. I, this is one of the high points for me where. Um, you know, you've got Suri in the middle and then you get a scene of Parvati and Amanda kind of taking her out um, on the boat and talking shop with her. This is kind of the moment where Suri kind of aligns herself out of the middle and into this group. Um, Amanda and Parv go so far to, like, make a final three deal with her. Um, yeah, Adam, what did you think about this scene, um, this game move by Parvati and Amanda? Um, yeah, what was your take on this? I I loved it. it. It went from like Amanda was such a strategic player in China. Parvati was really smart in wherever they were. Cook Islands. Uh-huh. And uh 
And, and to see them come in and kind of just get attached to James and Ozzy and not see anything else from them was really weird to me. It uh-huh. didn't feel right. It felt like we definitely should have gotten some more from them. And in this whole moment with Sari, it was like, yeah, no, I haven't made them any promises, but they'll do yep. what I want. Yep. Done. Yep. It was just such a like, this is your game. And you're you're not like getting blinded by anything. Like you're gonna have fun with it, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you know this is still a game. Mm-hmm. It was so good for me. Like I it just completely validated like that whole move in my mind. Yeah. And then Sari kind of seeing this and realizing like, yeah, we can use them. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know. I, I loved it. Like it just felt like such a good it it, it felt like uh I mean this it's obviously reality TV, so they're cutting it to make it feel like this. But it, it, it felt like something you'd see like in a TV show where they're like like a really dramatic TV show where they're, you know, they're, they're, you, you think everything's going one way. And then there's this like backroom conversation that's happening sure. and you realize that like everything you thought you understood is wrong. Like mm-hmm. it just it was really good. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like they think it's go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's amplified by like they've had like a relative lack of like like one-on-one interviews with those yeah. two. Yeah. So all you really see is like them flirting with James and Ozzy. So yeah, I thought it was really cool too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh dang. Yeah. Like there is yeah. some play going on. There's yeah. a play there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we get like one confessional earlier where Parvati's like, yeah, I don't like flirting with James is fun, but I'm here to, it's like a game move. Right. But you don't really hear that from Amanda. And yeah, you're right. It almost comes. It's like, whoa, they are like playing here. Right. Yeah, um, Emily. Sure. Emily, do we stand the Parvati Amanda Sari alliance? Yes, honestly, I would love that. And after seeing this tribe a little bit, I just question anything they ever say. So I don't know if it'll <laughs> happen, but I would love for it to happen. I think it yeah. makes sense too. Yeah, and from Sari's perspective too, it like obviously creates this blow up with um, with Penner. And all that. So we'll see, like, if this proves to be a smart way for her to hitch her wagon or if it would have um, proven to be better to stick with the other side. Um, just did, did want to make note that at Exile Island, Amy tries to look for the idol, but Kathy doesn't because she doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. She just doesn't feel like looking for the idol. Um, I want to talk about the immunity challenge, too. This was a fun one. Um, It felt very summer camp, keeping the theme going. Uh, They had half the tribe hold a big net, and the other tribe threw coconuts into the net. Um, There was a good fun sequence where Penner was heckling the other tribe as they were shooting for a while. Um, Scott, did you enjoy this immunity challenge? I did i was very surprised at the outcome yeah i really thought that like the tribe with james holding the net would somehow and maybe they did wind up holding more but maybe like i don't know maybe like they did like hold more than the other tribe could have but yeah i was i thought it was entertaining i thought it was interesting that like yeah jonathan was talking a lot of smack early on but then as the comments piled up you kind of heard that kind of die down there (laughs) But yeah, it was interesting. It was a very interesting challenge. Who has the best jump shot this season, Scott? <laughs> I honestly don't know if I watched that closely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ozzy would be good at good at it, though. He's good yeah. at everything. 
Was Ozzy shooting or was he holding the the thing? I, I can't remember. He was I probably doing shoot, I think he was shooting. <laughs> he was shooting because Penner and James yeah. were the two guys on that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then it was Suri and Harv. I don't remember. I think so. Yeah, yeah that sounds was, right. Yeah, it was well, wait, wasn't the who's the like runner guy? Eric? Mm-hmm. Eric. Didn't, yeah. he, didn't he do a really good job? Didn't he hit a lot I of shots? So. He did. J- Jason. I, I think, think you're thinking of Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Jason bald, like yeah, yeah. he. Oh yeah. He was like the first one up, and he just like, yeah, we're just gonna sink it just every time. Like it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I get those two confused. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Jonathan Penner did refer to Jason as Squirrely Boy. Um, so that was good for me. He does have a Squirrely Boy kind of look to him. Yeah. Where does that compare to Jeff Probst calling Ozzy Dolphin Boy? <laughs> Squirrely Boy or Dolphin Boy? <laughs> I think I'd rather be called Dolphin Boy. Yeah. Um, let, so, uh, let's move on to this kind of like pre-tribal scramble where the vote like shifts so many times, right? Um, Eliza and Penner are like kind of blowing stuff up. In one direction, um, Sari is going back to the other group and saying, like, no, don't vote for Eliza. We've got to do Yao. We get so much visibility, I think, into how the vote is shifting and the scrambling that's happening in this episode. Where in Survivor, we, like, don't get this very often, right? Usually you get, like, it could be this person, but, oh, here's this counter thought. Which one's it going to be? But they really, like string us along this episode and show us like, okay, it was this, but then it was this, and then it was this, and then this happened, and then it's this. Um, Did you guys enjoy kind of following the trail of how this vote evolved, or were you confused by it? Um, Adam, what do you think about the way that this was presented to us? Uh, I think my brain was scrambled eggs, so I was like, (laughs) we'll see what happens. I lost the thread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think it just felt like the, I mean, the, the question was just kind of is Ozzy are Ozzy and James going to get in line behind Suri mm-hmm. was always just kind of the outstanding question. So it was sort of I, going to the tribal. I was like, well, if they don't, if they get in line, yeah, man's gone. If they don't get in line, then poverty's probably gone. Because Jonathan math made sense to me. So mm-hmm. I went into it with that. I was kind of surprised at how few votes poverty got. In fact, that Suri mm-hmm. got one was kind of funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. Amy like headily voted for Suri out of nowhere. Yeah. 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 Penner makes the argument that like if that um group of people can't get on the same page maybe their votes are split and they don't need an actual majority to vote out parvati which i thought was interesting but it's like man how do you as an alliance even like a dysfunctional one go into tribal council with like not a consensus on how you're going to vote you know that seems Mm kind of like a a hail mary um let's talk about Suri in this episode like this is a really interesting episode for her and that she yeah, like joins up with the Parvati and Amanda group. Um, she really pushes her will as far as wanting to vote out Yao Man and not um, falling in line and going Eliza instead. Uh, she ultimately gets her way, but perhaps like creates some um, like some enemies or some hostility in the process. 
Scott, what do you think about um, Ceri's play this episode? Um, so I get like switching the alliance. Like the more we talk about it, like like I can see like switching the alliance. I did think like um, like the Yao Man was vote was kind of a weird hill to like die on. Mm-hmm. Especially like if you're gonna make a big move and like switch sides. Like I feel like I would try to be a little more sleuthy or stealthy. I guess. Like, okay, you want to vote out Eliza? Okay, I'll switch with you and then vote Eliza. Like, that's maybe how I would have played it. Um, and maybe not drawn as much attention to myself. Sure. Because I feel like she did, like, make herself a big target, at least definitely in the eyes of Jonathan, if not the other whole other side. Right. Um, just because she wouldn't um, kind of bend on voting Yao Man. Yeah. So... So I like it, but also I maybe would have done something different. You even hear like James kind of get fed up with her and she's, you know, voting with him in this instance. Yeah. So like, again, I don't know. It just seems really early and like how much damage can Yao Man really do? Yeah. In one week. Yeah. A lot of the like fear with him was that he would find the hidden immunity idol if he ended up on exile and that like, you know, he found an idol in his first season, um, is kind of known for playing that game. Um, but yeah, seemed to be like a really big factor in them being threatened by him. I get it. Suri, on the other hand, like has such a, a way we see it already, like of getting, you know, like honesty or vulnerability out of people. Like, I don't know what it is about her social game or just her personality. Right. But you see people like open the floodgates to her, I feel like, out of nowhere, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. she gets a lot out of people. Yeah, I kind of hated the situation for what we've already talked about. Like, it seems like when you have a split tribe and one person in the middle, it's never going to end up well. And usually that person is, like, they get a big ego about it, yeah. and they end up playing... I'm in the driver's seat. I can do whatever I want. Sort of thing. I believe they're frozen. We'll carry on. <laughs> uh, Scott, was there anything else from this episode that you wanted to talk about? Um, hello? Hey, they're back. Are they back? Yeah. I think. Anyway, anything know. else from this episode, Scott? Um... For myself, no. I think we've kind of covered it all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just really again to repeat my point, but yeah, I just feel like it was a weird. I get switching, but yeah, I just feel like it really drew a lot of attention to Sari that mm-hmm. she didn't really need to draw to herself at this point, right? But again, I'm that's why I'm on my couch and not actually in the games. <laughs> Who did you expect was going to be the person voted out when we were going into tribal council with all the kind of like chaos leading up to it? I think I was still expecting it to be Yao Man. Okay. Yeah. I, I felt like that was the momentum it was headed in. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've been, I don't know. I was really surprised that Sari got a vote actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I'm like, that just kind of drove home the point, but yeah, I guess I was still expecting it to be Yao Man. Mm-hmm. It seemed a little, a little too organized. Cool. 
Well, let's move on to our fantasy update from this episode. Um, Adam, unfortunately, you do lose Yao Man, um, making him the third member of your tribe to be lost. You are now at a good cold 50% of your starting tribe. Um, Bat in a thousand, baby. Yeah. Uh, everybody else keeps all this their members. The game, right? We're- yeah, you want to get <laughs> as few points as possible. Yeah. Um, Scott, you pulled in 70 points this week. Emily pulled in 80. She had one more favorite, and Sari named this episode, so kudos to Sari. Um, Adam, you pulled in 40 points after losing Yao. Uh, so that puts our totals coming into the fourth episode at 170 points for Adam in third place. In second place, Scott with 215, and leading the way is Emily with 225 cold ones. Um, I don't think we awarded goats or participation trophies in the first couple episodes. Oh, we haven't. But let's go ahead and pick it up right here. Um, Emily, if you were to award a goat for this episode, that is, of course, the greatest of all time in this particular episode, not a jury goat. And if you were to per- give a participation trophy to somebody who, you know, at least you tried. Who would you award those to this time? Oh, gosh. Skip. <laughs> Emily plays her Someone skip card. Scott, what about yeah, you? I... Um, can I give co-goats? Sure, give a co-goat. Okay, I was going to give it to Amanda and Parv. Okay. For swinging Sari over to their side. Um, and participation... I will give it to Kathy. Kathy gets the participation trophy. Because she did not want to go find the idol. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was not really interested in that, huh? Yeah. I love that she didn't even like tell. She could have literally told Amy, yeah, we're going to swim back and forth a bunch. And the last clue is going to say it's in a rock above our heads where we landed. So there you go. That's that's all she had to say. She didn't have to do anything. No, she didn't. She could have even been like, yeah, okay, Amy, go for it. And then she could have just gone to the fifth clue and started there. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's literally so freaking close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not a great look. Uh, Adam, who's going to get your goat and participation trophy? Uh, who is going to get my goat? Um, man, I, I, I want to give it to Sari, actually. I think Amanda and Parvati are great choices. Um, Suri didn't settle. She wanted what she wanted and she managed to get it. And I think that's great of her. Um, participation trophy. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give my participation trophy to Jonathan. Mm-hmm. He participated the crap out of this episode. He sure did. <laughs> Emily, what do you think? Okay. Now that I've heard some thoughts. Um, yeah, I think Suri is a good choice for GOAT because she did get who she wanted voted out, voted out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's her name? Kathy. Yeah. Kathy for participation. Yeah. Because she didn't participate. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
You know, I'm gonna... Let me think about this. I think I'm going to also give mine to Sari. Questionable in the, um, the, the form, but did get the person she wanted out, voted out. Um, and I think I have to agree and give my participation trophy to John. No, you know what? I'm going to kind of go, I'm going to go off, uh, off board here and give my participation trophy to Amy because Amy didn't find the idol. Um, wasn't particularly close. And threw a random stray vote in Suri's direction, which even if they were close to if the other tribe was like um, the other half of the tribe was split, you know, that could have really cost him. Just made no sense. Seemed like she was upset at Suri and so yeah. she wanted to vote for her. Pretty dumb. Yeah. Anything else from this episode before we wrap this one up? No. Fantastic. Uh, next time on Outwatch, we will continue our Survivor Micronesia rewatch with episode four of this season titled That's Baked, Barbecued and Fried. Make sure that you are subscribed or following our feed so that you don't miss any of the episodes upcoming. And listener support is active on the pod. If you like what we're doing here, you can donate to the production of the show which will go right to us and help us to continue to produce this wonderful program. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.